overs, unders, spreads, lines, favorites, dogs. We love them all because we love the action. This is Cyclone Fanatics Action Fanatics Podcast. Presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Your weekly look at the games and lines we love. Listen in, take notes, and put a little action in play at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort in Jefferson, Clinton, and Emmitsburg. Visit wildroseresorts.com for more info. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Let's do this! Now, please welcome your hosts, Chris Williams and Todd Kirk. What is up, Action Fanatics? Halloween weekend. I love it. This is my favorite holiday. Legit. Like, I love it. My, you should see my house right now, Todd. It's, uh, my, my daughter Cameron called it the most Halloween-y house on the block. What's up with you? Boo! <laughs> he's Todd. <laughs> he's Todd Kirk. I'm Chris Williams. Uh, welcome to the Action Fanatics podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we are always presented by our good friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson, and uh, that slick DraftKings app. If you have not signed up for it, Jefferson is not a long drive. And I will tell you this personally, as I have used all the apps. It is by far the best one in the state of Iowa. You're a fool not to drive to Jefferson and sign up. It takes five minutes. You should get some cheese balls while you're there. And a little bit more, they do have a, they have great food there at the uh, Wild Rose Casino Sportsbook. Uh, it's totally worth your drive, and I highly encourage it. Todd Kirk, uh, I'm, I'm nuts. I am nuts this week. I have, I have four NFL plays, which is insane for me. I've wow. got like uh, I've got all these college games that I'm into. How you doing, my man? I'm doing awesome, and I'm I'm really the same way. Uh, you know, I love to say that I'm doing awesome. It's uh, this is a uh, we we are one weekend away from like everything being totally in place and in line. So where we have um, we're less than a week away from action. We have the Pac-12 starting up next weekend. I mean, college football is going to be back in full force in a week. And uh, I think the NFL is now at a point where, man, you can kind of see where these teams really are. And then all of a sudden you get some COVID news. There's like the Giants today. Um, you just It's still the same old stuff, man. I love it. it it's we're navigating in some crazy waters and yet still think, Chris, let's see. Between us, college football, we're above 50%. And NFL, we're just below 50%. You're the NFL guy. Don't don't lump me into that garbage. I'm just above 50% the NFL. <laughs> uh, College-wise, for me this year, I was doing some math on my um, on my Action Network app. And I'm below 50% on what I've bet, but I'm well above as far as my units go. So that's, well, that's good. That's the key. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really the key. And that's what I always try and tell our listeners is you really need a unit system. Like last week, I was like 500 on the week, but I pounded Texas and I pounded Kansas State. Like those How were my. I, I pounded Kansas State so hard. <laughs> I know that they there's definitely bruising in Manhattan. So that's the thing. Like you've just got to be. Now, I did bite it with Iowa when I got that Rondell Moore news 
I think I had three units on Iowa because I yeah. was just it was just more of a I kind of like them prior to that. Okay, this pushed me over the ledge, so I ate it there. But the units worked out. Uh, you and I were heavy on Saint the Aztecs late at night. Those are fun yeah. games. Keep an eye on the Action Fanatics Twitter feed at Action Fanatics. Todd and I, I think we should start putting out like late night plays. Well, I I totally agree with you. I was going to bring this up in college. Yeah, I've I've kind of broken up my picks now that we have West Coast games, so I'll kind of go through it. But, oh, you know, to, okay. to your point too, uh, on the act on the uh, Action Network app, um, my NFL is forty fifty four and one, so I'm at forty two percent, but I'm up seven units. There you go. So my money's in the green and my percentage is in the crapper. Mm-hmm. Can't say the same for the NCAA, but uh, this is going to be a huge week. I got a great feeling. I, I, I like these games too. Um, I'm just going to roll down some, just some thoughts here real quick. Yeah. None of these yeah. are my picks yet. We'll, we'll get into some picks. First of all, uh, the Iowa state Kansas game, there's been a lot of conversation like on if that's too many points and stuff. Iowa State doesn't tend to blow people. I don't I don't think it I don't think it's too many points. I mean, Kansas is I believe at the end of the year we'll look back a historically bad team. I, I said this in like week two, um, when we hammered Baylor, right? Um, when they were playing down there in Waco and I just like the lines were too low. I don't think Vegas had caught on to how bad they were yet. I think they're just starting to. Um it, it really doesn't take much to beat a really terrible team in this year's college football by four scores. Uh, my, there's my thoughts on that. The Iowa uh, Northwestern game, uh, another local game here. Um, you know, this game's really terrifying to me. I did some research on this power ratings wise. Uh, one of the books that I like to read their, their odds maker stuff and Iowa dropped 10 positions in the power ratings. Northwestern rose 10 positions in the power ratings. They are now only a, a half point away from each other, power ratings-wise, um, from the books. That game is terrifying to me for, for a lot of reasons. I don't think I'd play it. Um, Fitzgerald, is he's kind of Kirk Ferentz's kryptonite, we know. Um, in Iowa, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable laying points with them. Todd going out into Kinnick Stadium empty for the first time. I may be overplaying this, but I may not. I've just seen it too much. Um, those are some thoughts. I really like a lot of big favorites this week. Uh, everywhere from Notre Dame at minus 19 or 20, wherever you see it, to Michigan at minus 25. I like Minnesota at minus 20. A lot of these big favorites this week, Todd, are what are standing out to me, which is scary. I do have a few underdogs. I like Rutgers uh, against Indiana. Um, I want to talk about this Kansas State line with West Virginia that is a bit peculiar. Um, I even think I, I would consider playing Oklahoma and, and laying 14 points in Lubbock. But big favorites to me in the college game, Ohio State at 12. Those are kind of what I'm leaning towards this week. What, what, what stands out to you about this week's board? Yeah, there's uh, – um, I think for, for me, I think I've always been a favorite chaser. Uh, that's both the NFL and college. Um, and I did have some of those uh, – there's there's one of them you didn't mention um, in terms of dogs that I like. But if you go down my top picks, Chris, I'm laying points everywhere you can freaking see. 
Um, really? The Iowa State game, I saw a good tweet by Brad Powers. This is the most points they've ever laid on the road and the most points they've ever laid in a conference game. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, I didn't know about the road, but I knew the conference thing. And, you know. Yeah, Northwestern's won the last two trips to to uh, Kinnick. And basically, if you're seeing a half point, the line's at two, two and a half. It's kind of been fluctuating. Um, um, but let me touch on Iowa State real quick. I'll go back. All of the money. And I'm not saying 80%. I'm talking all of the money's coming in on uh, Iowa State. The bets are 50-50, but all of the money's coming out of Iowa State, by the way. Um, and Iowa is getting a lion's share of the money uh, right now in that game um, where the bets are probably 50-50 as well. But if you saw a half-point difference, we're talking two points, Kinnick is a one-and-a-half-point advantage. That's it in COVID. Think about that. Yeah. Well, that's basically um... – from what I've been able to calculate, that's what they're valuing every home field for right now. Yeah, I think they've go. all or less eliminated anything as far as crowd goes, obviously, because there is no crowd. And you're basically getting a point and a half for sleeping in your own bed or, yep. or whatever the situation is. Comfort. Um, okay. The, the comfort hook. Let's, uh, let's get into some college picks here. Um. Do you want uh, Do you want to go first, or do you want me to tackle it and then you can lead us in the NFL? Your choice, Todd. You You go first. You go first, and I'll dive uh, in where I. Uh, where real I real like quick, just to, this is not one of my picks, but it's a game I want to analyze. Is Kansas State catching three and a half at West Virginia? We had a lot of mm-hmm. people tweeting at us on Sunday night, being like, "What in the hell is this line all about?" And I get it. Um, this is always can't. This is vintage Kansas State. Uh, this happens all the time with them. The analytics hate them. Therefore, Vegas hates them. What is the number at now? Climbing 13 and 5 against the spread. Kansas State's 23 and 7 against the spread, dating back its last 30 games as dogs. Um, so, my read on this is if I had to play it, and I probably will, I will play. I will play Kansas State because I genuinely think that they are a better team than West Virginia, okay? Like, I don't want anybody to misconstrue that. But this is a line that's smelly, and we've seen this with Kansas State for dating back decades since Bill Snyder was really getting this thing going. The way that they play does not con- is not conducive to um, to Vegas, and that's a scary thing for a lot of people when they're putting their money down. And it would be here, me too. I, I, I think that I genuinely think that they're a really good. I, they have not had a problem with this freshman quarterback yet. It's not like he's got to go into some nasty environment in West Virginia with all the hillbillies mocking him and all that stuff. We don't have any of that. I are better. So I would lay the points here. Um, but I don't know if I would do the money line. I think that I like the idea of taking the three and a half in this one. It's not a pick, just my analysis on watching Kansas State after all these years. Yeah, you know, obviously when I looked at this right away, I circled Kansas State um, the, in this spot since 2015, 63%, 64% if you round up. They are the best team in the Big 12 on the road. Um, since 2015, um, 
However, when you see a line like this in the NFL, you're like, okay, man, this, this reeks like, okay, I've got to go the other side. Yeah. Um, I am still leaning Kansas state, but I don't think I'm actually going to play Kansas state, believe it or not. Um, you know, they have Oklahoma state next. They're going on the road. This is the longest road trip in the big 12. We all know that this just seems to be a spot, Chris, where, um, maybe they win the game. It's always been a close game between these two, no matter where they play. Um, just looking at this as a potential trap that I don't want to, I don't want to get involved with. You know, one thing I would do if you really want action on this game is potentially if it would get the four, maybe tease it. If you can get yeah, to 10, let me, let me see where it is now. Cause I think I had it written down one of the books at four. So that's, that's an option. Would yeah. you consider maybe teasing this? This is what I would do. Now, this is an inner because I like Oklahoma at 13, but I don't think I'd play him at 14 and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Lubbock, maybe you tease Kansas State, get that number up to 10, and get the Oklahoma game down under 10. Okay. I, I actually was thinking even Iowa State. Yeah. That could work too. Iowa State is now 28 at DraftKings. For what it's worth, my handicap on Iowa State, Kansas is 42 to 7. I don't think Kansas will score score double digits. Yeah, I I have Kansas State twenty one twenty, but I the game terrifies me. I I just I don't. Yeah, you just still how how is Kansas State not favored, Chris? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. How how are they not favored here? What is going on? I do think West Virginia is very overrated defensively. Based off Green of who, out of home. who they played have. some crap teams, they just lost to Texas Tech, in which we nailed. We got that game last week, but yeah. we killed the I, Big Twelve last week. I, I told you when we logged on, I go, I got a good feeling about these Big Twelve games. Yep. Um, this but, one just reeks, brother. It just <laughs> reeks. Like it's either. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you, man. Are, are we that dialed in to be like this? Is should be the lock. This should be either. This is the trap of the century or the lock of the century. Um, I've why I've seen too many Kansas State games like this, and they usually yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, but it just it still doesn't seem right. All right, I wanted to analyze that because I know a lot of our listeners like were tweeting at us and just thought that that line was just absolutely crazy the other night. Um, Here's the thing: if they're the better team, this is what I would suggest, and this is you know talking through this. This is what I'm going to do because I I've won so much money off Kansas State. I mean, I, I think last weekend alone. Uh, with six units, and I needed every unit. Um, they are plus one thirty-three on the money line. Um, I'm going to put I'm going to put a unit on the money line and just have fun with it. It's eleven o'clock game. Yeah, okay. You can always recover. The okay, we'll we'll get to some picks here, and you know the one. I don't want to be too overreactionary here, and I, I don't think I am. And I'm going to go opposite of some sharps here, uh, but I'm going to I'm going to play Ohio State at Penn State. Um, I I think that they are Todd. Um, this is not breaking news to anybody. I think they are so far ahead of anyone else in that league. Penn State, we we were susceptible. We were we were afraid of them in Indiana last week because of all that they've lost. 
you know, with COVID protocol, like COVID dropouts and all that stuff, right? And I just, this is another one. Ohio State got its legs going last week. Try and convince me that Penn State running out in front of an empty stadium is not going to be a thing. Did you see the horseshoe? Did you see pictures of Ohio State playing that game in the horseshoe? Yeah. Now, I will, I will say this, Todd. I think I might be overplaying this only in the sense that I think these Big Ten teams, from what I watched a week ago, they've been sitting around and watching all these games of empty stadiums. So I think that there's less shock here, right? They know what's coming. So I, I, I'm not like – I don't want to overdo it here. But I just – I think Penn State, I thought they were going to be down – they frankly, I don't think they should have lost to Indiana. I don't know if that guy was in. So like, you don't want to take the overreactionary thing here, but like to think that Ohio State could beat them by two scores, uh, I'm I'm confident that Ryan Day is going to try and get style points every opportunity he can this year. So they give me, him. they need him. Yep. Give me, no, give me the, give me the Buckeyes at minus twelve. All right, I'm writing it down. What do you think about that? All right, so my take on this game is is a little bit different, only because uh, Penn State really dominated that game against Indiana. They made some some colossal mistakes. I think they had three turnovers. They don't go for two to go up. They're up seven. I mean, go for two, put this game completely away, or else you're losing it. You know, you're at seven. Uh, try to get it to nine. Um, they dominated the the, the oh, that dog dominated shut up, Indiana Todd. on the road. They just did. And this game, I wanted to get the exact numbers, but this game is always pretty close at Penn State. When I saw 12, um, I thought, well, let's see what – that's kind of a game I'd like to wait on. Like, I think it's going to go it up. Now, bet it. The, yeah, bet I, it I th- if you like Penn State, wait. Wait for it. If it gets to 14, I would I would put my money on Penn State. Hey, will you go kick that dog for me? Yeah, I know. Isn't he just a, I swear to God, the day of COVID and packages, the little one just gets going. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to go to the Big 12 for a pick. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas Tech, uh, where notably the home team in this series is covered in seventh straight. So use that for whatever you want. I'm going to play the under at 69. I, I I think that, you know, I watched the Oklahoma TCU game for the second time last night because I'm really uh, – and I for what it's worth, I'm going to play TCU at minus two as well. And I can give some analysis on both of those games right here. So I'm giving out two picks right there. Under 69 Oklahoma Tech and um, TCU minus two at Baylor. Uh, here's my theory on Oklahoma. I think, Todd, they've got a – I think that they use their bye week real well defensively. I think a switch flipped. They had a dominant defensive line game last week at TCU. Uh, they made Max Duggan look very amateur. Yeah, shoot, he had like what, like a hundred under two hundred yards. I think that game was very telling how Oklahoma came out of the bye, and I also think now, um, I think I know what TCU is, and I think they're a middle tier. Big 12 team. I, and I, I think that we saw it against Iowa State. We've seen it now against Oklahoma and Kansas State. Um, and we saw them beat Texas, who we can get to that game here in a little bit. Uh, but I think TCU is going to benefit from dropping in competition. They've played the teeth of their schedule now. 
I think they're a middle to they're they're a second to third tier team in the Big Twelve, and that's just who they are. But I think that against a Baylor program that's got all sorts of struggles right now. I think TCU goes on the road and thrives this week. I could see them beating them by 14. I, I haven't been high on Baylor all year. I said that in the preseason. I thought that they were going to take the biggest drop in the league. And so far, it looks like that that's probably happening. Uh, but I really like TCU. That TCU could be showing up on my locks on Friday afternoon. And I'll play the Tech Oklahoma under of 69. Sure, could um, could that turn into a shootout and make me look stupid? It absolutely could. But I think oftentimes we romanticize with the past that is Texas Tech football. And Matt Wells is not Cliff Kingsbury. Matt Wells is not Mike Leach. And uh, I think Matt Wells will, with his running quarterback now, which he should have been, he, he should have been playing this guy for weeks. We said that here on our show. Oh, Columbia, yes. Uh, I, I think that this is a classic... We try and keep the ball out of Spencer Rattler's hands. We have two really good running backs. We have these big wide receivers. Uh, I think that Texas Tech tries to take the air out of the football in Lubbock. Um, and 69 seems like a lot of points for me there. And Tech's defense isn't terrible. It's really not. Nope. It's, it's not a nope. terrible unit. I really like that play. What do you think? You know, I was looking at Texas Tech. I've got them on my second tier of games. Just as the play at 14 and a half, you know, I like that hook. The last three games uh, in Lubbock, and I know different teams, so whatever. I like my trend still. Lost by 12, lost by seven, lost by five to Oklahoma. Even though Oklahoma's, I don't think they've ever lost to Tech, uh, they do keep this game close in Lubbock, and it does play kind of right into your underthinking. Um, they're going to want to keep the ball out of Rattler's hand. They're going to want to keep the ball out of Oklahoma's hands. Um, my only fear is I think Oklahoma, like you, found itself. Um, I think they yeah, went out, I, Todd. What's that? I think Oklahoma wins out. I mean, listen, they have they have the Joes to do what they need to do, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do as well. They're real, they, you know, Rattler wasn't one of those experienced quarterbacks early on, so they weren't as consistent on offense. They were basically playing the same defense. Now they're playing better defense, and they're going to get better quarterback play. That's a nice recipe right there. And I needed to hear you kind of talk through TCU because, um, yeah, I mean, I circled that. I had written it down, written it down at a play. Um, Baylor's really good in this spot. I mean, they're, they're 80%. Their last 10 is a dog at home. Um, that was my only cause for pause, but. I'm kind of like you. I think they're, you know, next to Kansas, they're probably the worst team in the Big 12. Yeah, I think, you know, I, Bay, they went to overtime with West Virginia. And that was a spot, man. I had West yeah. Virginia, traditional spot. I think that you could put West Virginia, Tech, and um, Baylor all in that same tier right now. Up from Kansas. Yeah, and I think TCU is a smidge better than those teams. Yep. More than a smidge, actually. I think that – I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. I don't think Tech's is bad. I told you this last week. Tech's not as bad as what Iowa State made them look. I think a lot of us here locally have a bad thought on Texas Tech because of what happened at Jack Trice. But if you watch yep. other things, they we'll find out a lot this week. We'll find out a lot this week. So they're my college plays. I'll go the Tech, Oklahoma, under – I will take 
um, TCU, and I'm playing Ohio State. I'm also really, really um, – I like these games in the Big Ten. I really like Minnesota on a Friday night to bounce back. I think Maryland's really bad. Here's a stat for you. Tua's little brother. This is one of the worst stats you'll read all year in college football. His average pass attempt in that loss to Northwestern was 3.8 yards. That's hard. That's like difficult to do. Iowa State's was 4.1 against um, Louisiana, and I thought it was like impossible to be worse than that. And here you go. Um, I love Michigan to pound Michigan State. Harbaugh to run up the score if he can. And I would Notre Dame. There's a weird stat I read last night on Notre Dame on road games in October. They're incredible. Ooh, I seen this. Well, I'll find it for you. Notre Dame road games in October, they're just unbelievable under now, Brian Pitt, Kelly. That Pitt game, too, keep in mind, folks, like um, Notre Dame had just played a 12-7 game at home against Louisville. Louisville went home and looked really good. By the way, they're getting points this weekend at home. Then, then Notre Dame's back-to-back on the road this week. Um, but in that Pitt game, I think they had like three turnovers in their favor. They had like a kick return. They had two returns. I mean, it's, there's a little bit of funkiness to that Notre Dame blowout. I don't think we saw it. But book through for over 300 yards, that's a good sign because Notre Dame likes to be balanced. And um, if they can run and pass, I mean, look out. Notre, but he, but he, here's keep the, this in mind. Who do, the, who do they play next week? Clemson. Clemson, yeah. They are 19 and 3 against the spread on the road in October in their last 22. Man. And Georgia Tech can do they can get blown out. That they might be a, blown out. Is that a sprinkle game, Todd? Kind of feel like I always have something on Notre Dame every week. Kind of feels like a people. sprinkle game yeah. to me, like a unit. Yeah. After last unit. week, yeah. After last week, man, you just you're looking at it like Oh, why didn't I see this coming? I thought for sure they would handle Louisville. They were much better offensive and defensive lines, and Louisville just made them look stupid. They did couldn't score. It reminded me of the Buffalo game last week. I had to sweat that thing out because Buffalo couldn't score a touchdown. But that happens, and I think teams teams bounce back. And Notre Dame proved it. Pitt was without their starting quarterback. That was too easy of a spot to look at. I just. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't talk hard enough about Notre Dame last week. All right. Um, those are my college plays. Todd Kirk is the NFL guru. I have four college or or I have four NFL plays this week, but I'll let you go first. All right. Um, oh, wait, you didn't give I'll your t- college games, did you? Yeah, I'll, I'll touch on, I'll touch on a couple college I, games. I'm sorry I'm about at. that. I, I got anxious to get to your NFL plays. You're okay, man. I talked about Texas tech. I just like, um, the margin that they get at home against Oklahoma, 14 and a half, 12, seven and five, the last three. I really like that team. Now, um, I was looking at Penn State. I was looking at Rutgers. There's a lot coming in, you know, and I hate listening to the other voices, Chris, but uh, I'm going to lay off Rutgers for now. I think if Indiana even gets down to single digits, uh, I may, may, may start to look at them, but now that all this talk and Rutgers, 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 I think you got to be careful on that one. Scarlet Knights. Gosh, I wanted to bet them bad plus 11, but that number's coming 
toward Indiana. Here's my best pick. I love this game. I like I like North Carolina minus seven this week. Um, uh, I watched that team actually do a, a trouncing in North Carolina State. They're going to a Virginia team that's lost four in a row. You could say, oh, they're hungry. But North Carolina um, has blown out Virginia in the past in this spot. I know that they, uh, they laid an egg when they went to Florida State. Uh, they kind of got their uh, comeuppance there. They haven't played a game up to their potential yet, if that makes sense. I just believe that they can put it all together against a Virginia team that is struggling mightily. And I think that seven number is a lot lower than it should be. Mm. Yeah, I, I was I'm, looking at that. North Carolina is North super, Carolina. They're very polarizing. Yeah. Some people yeah, think well, that because, they're overrated, and some people think that they're awesome. Uh, you know, in this game, Virginia sucks. They're good enough to go in and beat Virginia by seven on the road. Um, I love, I love Michigan. 24 and a half. Okay, so you're Michigan with me State. here. Then this should be a note to our audience. If we agree, we're pretty good. Yeah, and and I'm kind of like you. I watched that. I watched the Minnesota game. And at the end of that game, Harbaugh puts in his second-string quarterback, and he never stopped. No. He never stopped. There was no kneeling. There's Harbaugh's like, hey, pissed. He's pissed. Oh, super pissed. Like, this guy's not – and this is Michigan State, folks. He's blown these guys out before last year, blew them out. He's going to do it again. He's not going to take his foot off the pedal. This is a down year for them. I just look for Michigan to blow – and they beat, they beat Minnesota on the road by this many points. They're coming back home to play Michigan State, who just got their bell rung. Yeah, they're going to be a little fired up, too. It's a game. I wouldn't bet the first half, per se, but look for Michigan just to keep the throttle down. He has no scruples. He's going to crush him. I'm with you, and I I was theorizing about this on KXNO last week, and I totally believe in it after watching it. He's better off right now with a – young quarterback like he's got. He looked good. Yeah, because he's had these guys like Patterson and Rudock and like who they they already had their styles. They you already knew who they were. Harbaugh is better off with this young kid that he can just groom who doesn't give a shit, frankly. Exactly. And that's where Harbaugh's at. I love Harbaugh. I think he's gotten a raw deal. If Ohio State hasn't been dominant the last three, four years, people will be praising Harbaugh right now for what he's done with that program. And I I think he is a man on a mission right now to embarrass whoever he can at this point. Yeah. So I'm I'm with well, you right there, my man. And why not and why not embarrass your rival when they're down, like way down? Like Michigan State's coach has not had any time with these kids. They don't know them. Rutgers hadn't won a freaking game on the road in the Big Ten, dude, and they just did it. At Michigan State. They'd lost 22 team, in a row. That team is bad. All right, so a couple quick ones I want to hit on just so people know. I'm also big on Mississippi, and this is a terrible spot for Mississippi. Minus 16. Terrible. This team is 1-10 and 10 as favorites away from home in their last 11, game, 11 games. Why am I picking Mississippi, like you said? This is a new coach. They're going to Vandy. Vandy is awful awful football team and Mississippi can play some football. I just look for that 16 to be easily covered. And then I'm going to give out an over 
Coastal Carolina, Georgia State, hmm. 59 mm-hmm. seems low to me because these teams have broken that over every time they played. Now, I do know McCall is out for Coastal. I've won a lot of money on Coastal this year. It is a good, good football team. I know their quarterback's out, but both these teams could score. And last time we saw Georgia State, they were running up 111 points on Thursday night football. I like them a lot. And then when it comes to the night games out west, I will put stuff out on Twitter. But I'm looking now at San Diego State again. Nevada, UNLV. Really like this game because remember last Play year. Play Nevada. They broke out into a fight. Dude, UNLV is awful. Awful. They might and be San the Diego, worst. They might be the worst team in State FBS. They doesn't even pass the ball. They just run. Nevada wants to trounce these guys. Nevada's got a good team. Um, so, yeah, I've got some leads out there, too. I've got some first-half plays. Um, but go with Coastal Carolina, Georgia State over. Run with Michigan, UNC, and Mississippi. I am actually, while we are speaking right now, I'm going to get my Michigan bet in because it's it looks, Todd, like that line will get to 25. Yeah, it right, will. Right now it's 24 and a half, and – yeah, I think that you'd be smart if you like the favorite there to jump and the in. The only other thing I'd say, too, I was looking at BC and Clemson. Clemson and Notre Dame play next week, so there's kind of that look ahead. But BC has got a whole new coaching staff. They don't run the ball anymore. Like, they throw it a lot. That's my only pause for concern there because the last few games, BC scored 10.7.7.7 points mm-hmm. against Clemson. I just throw that in there. I don't think that's a scary 31, 31 and a half delay. Uh, for people out there, nor do I think Alabama's 31 is scary either. I will just let you know I have one, two, three, six first-half bets I will make. On all those favorites, you'll do first half? Clubs in Mississippi, I love App State, Alabama, BYU, and Iowa State. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's go to the National Football League, shall we? The autumn wind is a radar. Yeah, I, I'm. I like way too many NFL lines <laughs> this week. I don't know what's wrong with me. You want me to go with these and let you yeah. critique them, and then I'll let you be the grand finale. I'm, I'm all ears, man. Let's go. I mean, like the why are the Vikings not getting more points against the Packers? There you go. Are you going to step into the trap? <laughs> I mean, all I know the Vikings are basically in tank mode now. Dude, they got rid of Ngakwe. Yeah, like they're uh, they're basically tanking. Yeah, I mean, I listen again. It's like the Kansas State line. That line comes out at seven in on Sunday, and you're like, uh, Packers, please. In the NFL, though, you got to be careful. Like, I won't touch this game. Period. You won't. End of discussion. No, if I did, if I did, I would bet Minnesota. All right, I'm gonna. I will not give that out as a pick. So I'm gonna give out three picks. All right. I'm not going to let my heart get involved and lose money. For it's our just listeners. a trap. It's a freaking trap. <laughs> they want you to step into it. And Green Bay may blow them out. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying when you get a game like that. I know. Don't do it. And I, I know, know you're a Vikings fan, too. And I agree with they're you. Like, terrible. They're, they're, they're terrible. They're terrible. They're so bad. Uh, the So I'm going to stay with the uh, my Cleveland Browns. Oh. My Cleveland Browns. Um, what is that line at now? It was at three, two and a half, two and a half, um, hosting the Raiders. And I, I'd actually considered the over here too, 
But hey, Chris. Hey, yeah. Chris. By the way, it that Green Bay game is such a trap that it's at six and a half now. Oof. Look Oof. at that money coming in on the Vikings. That's tasty to take the Packers. Go. Anyways, oh. the the Browns just to me. I I think the fact that they were able to do what they did without Odell Beckham Jr. last week was really encouraging. And I I think that we this is a little bit like my TCU play where I know what Cleveland is. They are not an elite like top level team, but they're a pretty good second to third level team. And at home, the uh, the Raiders have had some defensive problems. Um I just I'm getting less than a field goal. Give me, give me the Browns at two and a half. I, I think that they're a better all-around team, and I think that this Stefanski is a an elite level coach who is going to be winning there for a really long time. I truly believe that. You're a Browns uh, fan. What is your analysis on that? Yeah, I like them here in this spot. Um, Back home after a big divisional win uh, at Cincinnati, so they swept they swept Cincinnati, which they which they need to do. They need to split with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. They have both of those guys coming to their house yet this year, so they've lost on the road to those two teams. Um, Cleveland is one of those teams that is um, they're they're going to be. This it's not going to sound right. They're going to be better off without Odell Beckham Jr. Hmm. And the reason being is not because I don't like Odell. I like Odell. I think he's phenomenal. He's such a talent. But what it does is it frees up that team to really not put pressure on Baker to have to try to get him involved. I think Baker, yeah, I think you're exactly right. He feels like he has to throw to Odell when he's out there. Because if not, Odell's going to lose his mind. (laughs) They're friends. I mean – Landry and Odell are friends, right? They went to school together. Um, but Landry, you watch. I mean, Landry's going to be awesome against the Raiders. He will be awesome against the Raiders. Um, I love the running a game. I think Stefanski's smart enough to see what Tampa Bay did to, to Vegas. Um, Vegas was had COVID all last week. Now they're traveling again. You know, this team's used to, to traveling. I get that, but there's just not a not a good matchup for uh, the Raiders here. I think the front four of Cleveland will cause car fits. Um, and and the Browns are getting healthy in the back the defensive backfield, which is really good for us. The only mismatch here that I'd be worried about is the Raiders uh, Waller versus our our uh, linebackers. Um, they definitely have the advantage there and they've used Waller and won a game using him so, um, look out for that, but I think everything else points to the Browns. What about uh, okay? Second play here for me: Titans Bengals over fifty three and a half. Hmm. Hmm. I just feel like these 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 kids, man. These Bengals are like they're having some fun out there. You know what I mean? Like they're yep. they're they seem like a team to me that is continuing to grow every week, even though the wins may not be following um they're not great defensively uh tennessee seems like it's in a pretty good spot right now mentally on on the offensive side obviously with with the running back and Tannehill. and i I just could you i mean 53 and a half okay what 31 28 
Yeah, like, no, I, mean, I could totally see that. You know what I, I mean? Totally like, I, I just, yeah. th- th- that's one that really stood out to me when I saw it. I don't really have much more analysis than that. And then the other one to me that just, like, maybe this is a trap and maybe you can talk me out of it. I'm, but, oh, shit. Dude, spit it out. I think I know where you're going. It's at eight and a half now. Ooh. Philadelphia, Dallas <clears throat> is what I was looking at. Love it. I mean, eight and a half. Dude, that's that's teaser central right there, too, by the way. I mean, why would you bet on Dallas at this point? You wouldn't. I mean, they got Gaducci from James Madison as their starting quarterback. He's left-handed. There's only two left-handers that have won their first game to begin with. One of them was Michael Vick. I mean, this guy's stepping in the middle of the season. The other one was, I can't remember if it was Steve Young or somebody else, but they started the season this way. This is, um, yeah, I mean, I am 100% with you, Philadelphia. I've already played them at nine. Oh, um, you played them at nine. I'd, yeah, I'd play them all the way up to 10, 10 and a half even. Uh, I've got them in teasers. Um, I have I have no problem betting the Eagles here. Well, that's where I'm at then. I'll, I'll roll with it. So those are my three NFL plays then, my man. I like the Browns. I love it. Over Cincinnati, Tennessee. And Philadelphia, which Todd is also on. I always think it's important that we note those games that we both like. Yep. Yep. And we're putting Michigan. God, that's a Sunday night game, too. So I would I really. It's eight and a half right now. Get it. I would jump on it now. I'm with you. It's a perfect teaser number at eight and a half because you go through seven and through three. Um, it's under 43 points on the spread. It's a Wong teaser. Um, I would, I don't put Philly in every one of your teasers, but, uh, I would make them a highlight so you can get them down to two and a half. Good move. hundred percent on that one. Um, yeah, I mean, I looked at a lot here too. Um, there, there are some weather issues. Uh, I was big on, you know, last week I had new England, Chris, and, uh, about five minutes before kickoff, I just got this sense like I was wrong. Hmm. And, you know, I I said, this is it. This is for them. This is to prove it. That team is awful. Um, They're going to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo has played poorly their last two games. This is Buffalo's chance to win the division. Um, They have to step up and show out here. I know the weather there, I guess, is going to be like 40, 50-mile-an-hour winds, not 17. Yeah, I guess it's going to be brutal. The over-under, is already, it's already come down to 41. Um, that's my only scare on this now, but I already got in at minus three and a half. Okay. Um, it's up to minus four now. I think just take the weather away. This was an easy play for me, Buffalo. Um, I'm also looking at uh, – I've been right on the Steelers a lot this year. Um they're a really good football team and Baltimore I think is somewhat overrated. Um, I got it at three and a half though. I'm going to take Baltimore at home. They have to win this game if they want to win this division because they're not going to go into Pittsburgh and win and Pittsburgh's defense is really good. Um, Lamar's going to have to show me. So I'm kind of taking these three and a half, four point games and saying these are home games where these these teams and these leaders at quarterback really need to show something. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that theme this week. So 
Um, I'm riding with Baltimore as well. So I've got Buffalo minus three and a half, Philly minus nine, uh, which is eight and a half now, and then Baltimore minus three and a half. Uh, I got in like, those early enough that I got the half point. Yeah, I like that Baltimore play too, especially with – They got to do it. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on them right now to – and they made that trade with the Vikings, so it shows they're trying to win now. Yep. I like a lot of that stuff. You're you're good too. Um, Todd has been coaching me up on Sundays on these teasers, and I've, I've had a lot of success the last yeah, couple got, of weeks. I'll put one out there too. I don't mind um, – I really don't mind uh, teasing Kansas City this week. It's sitting at 19 and a half. You could tease it down under 14. Um, I've teased them already with Philadelphia. Um, I've also teased them with Tampa Bay. Uh, I like Tampa a lot against the Giants. The Giants are actually a really good team on the road. They're not so much good at home. And uh, hmm. But 11 and a half is a lot of points, so I like teasing Tampa Bay as well. Um, and then I even did just for fun. I kind of did instead of doing my parlay, I took Chicago and I took, um, Denver and I did a little teaser with them. And so I got Chicago to 10 and a half and Denver to nine. Um, you're talking about a couple home teams that pride themselves on being good teams at home mm-hmm. with teams coming in. You think, Oh, these are for sure. Why are these lines so low? Uh, so I did a little teaser there and yeah, I, I just honestly think teasers are where you're going to make your head. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's 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 been good for me. Well, follow us at Action Fanatics on Twitter, and uh, follow us on the the Action Network. You can um, look us both up there and see exactly what we're playing each and every Saturday and Sunday. I already have probably ten plays logged in for the weekend. I'm gonna th- I, I am gonna follow you too, just for our listeners on some of those first half lines. Might uh, as well in those college games. They're all like at seventeen. Yeah, a little bit of insurance there for for a lot of that stuff. Uh, Todd, thanks, man. And you are um, – look forward to this coming up this week or this weekend. We'll probably get it posted. Todd has been doing a Mac preview episode. Yeah. The, the Maction coming up next Wednesday. We've got like five Mac games. It's going to be glorious. There's some real – and I'll tell people – I know the, I put a poll out there. It cracked me up because 37% said don't do it. But the insight that I got from a couple of these voices, there's some real interesting stuff with this conference that you need to be aware of before you go in betting it. And um, I'll talk about that a little bit too, but you'll hear it in what they talk about. So awesome. uh, Some good nuggets from that, but good luck everybody. Yeah. We'll have that up on the feed uh, coming up probably this weekend when we get it completed and uh, appreciate you guys listening. Thanks to our sponsor, the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. He's Todd Kirk. I'm Chris Williams. Good luck this week, guys.